This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. First though, let's get you a look at what's happening in the morning headlines. Teenager out on bond this morning charged with shooting his father in Jasper. Investigators say on Friday night the father and son got into an argument at Pioneer Crossing Apartments on South Bowie Street in Jasper. According to investigator, 17-year-old Jatavian Thompson is accused of shooting his father, Danny Hafford. The victim drove himself to Christus Jasper Memorial Hospital. Thompson was charged with deadly conduct. He was released after posting $15,000 bond. This story comes from our media partner, KJS Radio in Jasper. A tragic New Year's Day story out of North Texas. A 62-year-old man accused of stabbing his 8-year-old grandson to death. The boy and his parents have been living with the grandfather. Carolyn Vandergriff has the story. It was it's a tragedy. Linda Hubbard had no idea this past Thanksgiving would be the last time she'd ever see her great-grandson, Brennan McDonald. He liked to cook, which we were excited about. And uh, my daughter had made him a, or ordered him a chef's hat with his name on it and an apron. The eight-year-old was found dead inside this home on Sunday morning. Richland Hills police say his grandfather stabbed him in what they are calling a senseless tragedy. Officers found Philip Hughes about a block away in front of Richland Middle School and took him into custody. Video from a doorbell camera shows him walking towards police with his hands up. You can't even put words almost to it, you know. I mean, just, I mean when my daughter called me and told me, you know, but I can't believe this is... Brennan's relatives say he and his parents had been living with Hughes. A neighbor told me he often saw Hughes out in the yard playing with his grandson or doing chores together and thought they had a good relationship. Police haven't released any details about what led to the fatal stabbing. Hubbard says their family is still trying to process what happened and holding on to their final memories of Brennan. They just sent me a picture up there from Christmas that I got to see him. He got a skateboard. You know, he was so excited about that. And, but um, just a normal eight-year-old boy. Full of life. Police haven't released a possible motive for the crime. Hughes given $2 million bond at his arraignment Monday morning. A Kirbyville man with a history of breaking the law is out on bond after being arrested during a traffic stop. Friday, a Newton County constable pulled over an SUV. During a search of the vehicle, the constable found meth and a gun inside. The driver, Christopher Musselwhite of Kirbyville, was arrested and charged with possession of a controlled substance and unlawful possession of a firearm by a felon. He was released after posting $70,000 bail. This wasn't the first time Musselwhite was behind bars. Back in 2015, he was sentenced to 15 years after he was convicted of breaking into a storage building in Buna. Each week, we give you the opportunity to help law enforcement catch a fugitive. We team up with Jefferson County Sheriff's Office to let you know about someone who's on the run from justice. Law enforcement is doing a great job at combating crime in our area, but they could do better with your help. Join me right now is Jefferson County Sheriff Zena Stevens with this week's Fugitive. Sheriff? Hi, Angel. This week, I need the community's help in finding a Selena Perez. Sometimes she goes by Selena Dickey. She's wanted for criminal mischief, burglary, and thefts. If you know, if anybody in the community knows where we can find Selena, please call us at 835-8411 or 833-TIPS. Thank you so much, Sheriff. And remember, you can run, but you can't hide from our viewers. While Southeast Texans were ringing in the new year by celebrating at parties and making resolutions, two judges and a district attorney were making history by taking their oaths of office. 
Judge Kent Walston and Judge Gordon Freeze, along with District Attorney Keith Giblin, all sworn in on New Year's Eve. And uh, they did the honors between themselves. This is a picture of Judge Walston delivering the oath to New Jefferson County District Attorney Keith Giblin. Giblin also performed a swearing-in ceremony for newly elected family court judge Gordon Freeze, now presiding over the 317th District Court after longtime judge Larry Thorne retired. And Judge Freeze delivered the oath to 58th District Court Judge Kent Walston, who is beginning another term in office. Well, that's an interesting way to do it. Let's don't bother getting another Makes judge. It easy, we got right? plenty right here. Yeah. yeah, I get it. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast for Tuesday, January the 3rd. Looking for the possibility of showers and thunderstorms to move through the area. Most of the storms should be out of the area by 9 o'clock. From there, we'll look for a slowly clearing sky as we head throughout the morning. We'll look for some gusty winds, also some brief downpours, and certainly some lightning across the area this morning. But once the rain moves out, temperatures should reach right back into the middle 70s, so another sticky afternoon. Temperatures this morning generally into the lower 70s. Winds this afternoon will turn towards the west-northwest, and they could gust to about 30 miles an hour. Heading through the overnight hours, we'll look for a partly cloudy sky as we'll see those light northwesterly winds. We'll look for temperatures to drop down into the upper 40s in the lakes to the lower 50s in the triangle. And for Wednesday afternoon, look for highs right around 70 degrees. We'll look for partly cloudy skies. And from there, it gets a little bit better for Thursday and Friday. Mostly sunny skies both days. Highs just a touch cooler, reaching the upper 60s both Thursday and Friday with morning lows in the 40s. Then we get some changes heading into the weekend. Another uh, wind turning back around to the south will draw back some moisture. We'll look for an isolated shot at some showers on Saturday. Going to go with a 30% coverage for Saturday. Sunday, another shot at some showers and storms as a weak boundary does push into the area. That will keep our temperatures into the 60s for highs, but we'll look for a 70% coverage of showers and storms. And some of those showers could linger into Monday. Looking for highs again back to work next week into the mid-60s. From there, it does look like we'll see a good deal of sunshine as we head towards Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. Not much in the way of severe weather expected this morning. Couldn't hear a few rumbles of thunder, see some lightning with the storms that push through. But again, we'll look for slowly clearing skies as the day moves on. We're looking at a high tide today coming up at 321 p.m., a low tide at 638, your sunrise at 712, and your sunset will be at 528. UV index today is going to be a 2. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.